When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. The world has gotten even stranger than you already know. These guys come from legend. They're basically gods. Take that off. What are you? Genius, billionaire, playboy, philanthropist. Room. Which one is A wearing a spangly outfit and B not of use? You people are so petty. Sir, please put down the spear. Simply marvelous. Hello, welcome to Simply Marvelous. My name's Kyron Wheatley. I'm Reese Nicholson. I'm George Mooney. And tonight, or is it today, we're talking about the Incredible Hulk. I've got a problem. There are aspects of my personality that I can't control. See a shrink. It's a little bit more complicated than that. Bruce, trust me when I tell you I've heard them all. Not this one. We've never seen anything even close to your levels of exposure. That you survived an event like that, it's beyond my comprehension. I don't want to control it. I want to get rid of it. As far as I'm concerned, that man's whole body is property of the U.S. Army. They want it as a weapon. If we let it go, we will never get it back. Maybe if I can control it, I can use it. Yay. Yay. How recently did you watch it, Georgia? Because we watched it quite a while ago. Ah, well, fellas, lucky for you, I finished it approximately 35 minutes ago. (laughs) (laughs) This is my understanding of the plot of The Incredible Hulk. Mm. Uh, The gritty reboot of a gritty reboot. (laughs) Ed Norton's pissed off work factory because he keeps smashing up shit at work. Been there. Long story short, Hulk smash, Hulk smash, Tim Roth smash, Ed Norton not asked back for further films. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, I was, it seems like basic knowledge, but it did take me a while to find the right one. And then I was sure that I had the right one, but I was still surprised that it was Ed Norton because I was expecting Eric Banner the whole time. And Arwen the Elf. Arwen as well. Yeah. Yeah. And the guy from Modern Family. (laughs) And so if, if Iron Man is about the Tin Man from The Wizard of Oz, then the oh. Hulk is about the Toto? Scarecrow. The Scarecrow. Because he only wants 
uh, to have sex with Liv Tyler. Hmm. I don't remember that. It was, okay. cut out. it was cut out. It was cut out of the Wizard of Oz. It's a confusing character. <laughs> One thing I think similar to Iron Man uh, is that there's a lot of work for the Foley artists doing the bang, 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 pop, pop, pops. Yeah. Mm. Um, there's a lot of um, something I only found out the other day. Uh, we are still in lockdown. And uh, sometimes you just got to let the internet take you where it wants you to go. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't apply for you just in lockdown, by the way. That no, is no. a. Sometimes you will come and see what I'm doing in my office and I will say, I'm just letting the internet take me where it wants me to go. Mm. And you know what? It's almost never porn. Buckle up. <laughs> Lou Ferrigno, who played the Hulk in the original TV show, um, like in the 80s? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Is the voice of the Hulk in this. Oh, really? And Lou Ferrigno, don't look too deeply in his IMDb page because it's a real grim. Oh, it's a bit of a gap. There. Oh. It's a bit, of, a bit of a gap there. To have Aww. the Hulk be the most prominent thing. Um, and I let's not put his name in the notes of this because I'm sure he's searching his own name and I don't Did need him to hear about this. <laughs> but as we mentioned, any appearance in a Marvel film will bankroll your whole life. Yeah. He also plays a security guard in, the, in a cameo appearance in the background. So, <laughs> boy. Something, yeah. something. This film, shame, shamefully, confirmed to me again that my enjoyment of the film is significantly impacted by how handsome the actor is. And I do mm. have the hots for Ed Norton. So I'd say yeah. already this is miles ahead of Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> quarantine? I think quarantine puts you in a pervier place, generally speaking. Oh, so. yeah. There's a build-up. Uh, and you start to also, I mean, I, I, this is something I've said before, but um, things become like, you know, like you can rate people like out of 10, things get <laughs> a higher number in quarantine. Yeah. yeah. You like, can rate people out of 10, can't you? You can. People do. <laughs> it's not nice, but you can. You can. It's an option. <laughs> it's an you option. can. That's a thing. How would you rate Ed Norton out of 10? <laughs> as Hulk Georges, or as Ed Norton? How many Georges would you give Ed Norton? How much Seven. of Georgia would you give to Ed Norton? <laughs> Seven Georges. 100%. <laughs> I'd give 300% to Arwen. So there you go. She's so beautiful. I feel sorry for Ed Norton and um, Bono. Banner. You feel sorry for Ed Norton and Bono? (laughs) Yeah, sorry. I think you meant Banner, didn't you? Eric Banner. Yeah. I was thinking, I was trying to think, what is his surname? It's either Banner or Bono. And then I I went with Bono. The vowels. Binny. No, I feel sorry for them. Like they were both, they both would have thought, I've got Mm. it. You know, the same as mm. the same as Terence Howard for War Machine. Mm. Oh, I'm on a winner. I've got a marvel. Like I'm, or maybe not. Maybe at the time it didn't mean as much. No, nah, I think in I think we are still in the time where superhero movies are still kind of embarrassing. Mm. <laughs> like not yeah. embarrassing, but but they're yeah. like they're. So you think when selling out when Eric Bono didn't get this movie, he was like, oh, thank fuck. Yeah, I'm gonna do Munich mm. too. Mm. <laughs> Aren't you aren't you expected for the superheroes to generally change, or is that like Batman? The Batmans and all of them, you expect that the actors are going to change, and the Bonds. I think Joel Schumacher did that. So mm. Like to the Batmans, like the guy that made. So the the two worst Batman movies were Joel Schumacher and the reason that Michael Keaton left. Anyways, there's a whole. This is there's too much information. This no, no, what, no, keep going. Uh, Michael Keaton was a lot of time. Michael Keaton was in the first two with Tim Burton, and then he was like, "I'm not going to come back." Uh, and Joel Schumacher came in, but he made Batman and Robin and Batman Forever, 
and both like both times the like Val Kilmer came in and was like, I'm out of here. <laughs> bye bye. No, thank you. Was that George Clooney's? George Clooney is the last one with Batman and Robin. I actually secretly don't mind the Val Kilmer Batman forever. Oh, yeah. I also love a like, sausage roll at a truck stop. <laughs> <laughs> Very well said. I've never seen the Val Kilmer Batman, but now I feel like I perfectly understand where it sits. <laughs> you should. It's great. Mm. Um, well, it goes from, say, it's, uh, I mean, it's, I think Danny Elfman does the music for it as well, but like, you know, the Tim Burton ones are like, and they're very like, Whoa. and then the Joel Schumacher ones are like, bah, 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 da, 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 da. like, it's just, they're, they're insane. Mm. Cabaret? <laughs> yeah. Oh, great. It is a cabaret. <laughs> I would love Batman the Cabaret. Can we do that? I would describe the Joel Schumacher Batmans as like a school production of Les Miserables. You know, like <laughs> it's got, it's previously had a lot of drama, a lot of critical <laughs> success. And then, and then it's got the campness of a school production. Yeah. Mm. Um, a lot of acrylic paint on cardboard. Exactly. It's kind of like, remember the three of us went to go see Wicked. <laughs> We did yeah. in London. In we, London, we were day drinking, and we were like, let's <laughs> see a musical. And and Wicked that I've seen three times before. I love Wicked. It's very good. When yeah. it's very good, it's very good. But we went to a production of Wicked that's been running for uh, thirty five years. Too long. <laughs> Too long. And they were done. That's yeah. Joel Schumacher <laughs> films. Yeah. So still there. The actors are not in it. Yeah. But <laughs> this is so another podcast now. The best character. To any fans of those movies or any of the Batman movies, the best character in all of those movies is the reporter where all she does, she's in it for a second, every movie, and she just goes, Bruce Wayne! <laughs> you may not know what I'm talking about, oh. but if you do, exactly what I'm talking about. Setting the bar for female roles in superhero movies once again. <laughs> Bruce Wayne! Oh. That Wicked musical was... I've, I've never seen something fall apart quite like that. What are you talking about? You've been living with me during a quarantine. <laughs> I am that musical. Yeah. I was once great and entertaining, and uh, now I'm kind of flabby yeah. and desperate. Yeah, Just you're sort melting. of dress rehearsal race at yeah. the moment. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but The Incredible Hulk, you fell for... Oh, yeah. You fell for Ed Norton. Was that from when him. he winked at the start of the film into the camera? <laughs> That was a shame. To be honest, the opening credits were a shame. I don't think putting the origin story as a montage in the opening credits is a good idea because that's when you're just settling in with your cup of tea, you know. I had to watch that three times to get a backstory. And also Batman or Spider-Man, <laughs> yes. Like Spider-Man, we never need to see that origin story again. If I see another Spider-Man by the fucking hand, I'm going to leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but Hulk is like a kind of lesser-known... Yeah. And they don't think about the people watching mm. this movie in 12 years' time with a cup of tea. That's They don't think about that audience when they make this movie. They, yeah, they're all wrapped up in the popcorn and the Coke and the sitting and you've watched the trailers and you're in a cinema. Where is the thought for the, the late night watching of a movie to record a decade-old recap podcast? <laughs> Where most of some episodes will be about another cinematic universe. Yeah, or Wicked the Musical. <laughs> they don't think about the Wicked fans who are settling in with a tea. I know. They're idiots. Some of the famous things that 
uh, we discovered from the Iron Man movie in uh, the Marvel Universe that we, mm. we should check to see if they're in this film and this list could perhaps grow. The first one was uh, Bechdel Test. Does it pass the Bechdel Test? Uh, Liv Tyler seems terrified at all times. That's a firm no. If there was another woman cast with whom she could have a conversation, <laughs> then we might know more. But given that there was just the one, I'd say it's a firm no. But still, not as much immediate sexism, probably largely because there weren't enough women around to be sexist. Yeah, like what's worse? <laughs> like the, the, there aren't any women there to be treated badly or there aren't any women there? But they, they came out at the same time as well. They, came out, they both came out in 2008. So I noticed that, a month apart. So what, women were still useless? Is that what you mean? <laughs> Very little time to learn from previous mistakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so that, <laughs> well into production. <laughs> so the, the marker of a Marvel movie is failing the Bechdel test. Another yep. success there. The other thing we noticed last week was a small man in a big machine. Uh, that seems, seems to be a marker Absolutely. of a Marvel movie. I mean, in a way, there's a small man in a big machine in that Tim Roth. Tim Roth, he's not in a big machine, but he is in a a, a man-made thing. Yes. Like Hulk itself is also a man-made thing. Mm. Yeah, it's um, a small man being supercharged. Yeah, yeah, totally. Every time. Kevin Feige created the Marvel Universe. That is a small man in a big <laughs> machine. The ultimate small man in a big machine. So, so far we've yeah. got two from two. It's a huge success there. What else, what, what, what else cropped up in this film would you say that has become a hallmark of... Marvel Cinematic Universe. I would say there's a lot of foreshadowing of things. Like I think of out of many of the early Marvel movies, this is one of the most. Uh, if you have like a, a kind of passing knowledge of Marvel lore, it sets up a lot of shit. There's a lot. I mean, is it foreshadowing at the expense of making a movie that makes sense? Because <laughs> I am not entirely convinced. The ending was very strange to me. Firstly, well, actually, before you even get to the ending, why is Ed Norton emailing this guy that he's, I don't know, just met on Craigslist with his <laughs> all of his secrets and his data that was lost in the lab and blood yep. samples because this mysterious man called Mr. Blue can solve his problems. Mm. This is, it's a good example of why you should always watermark things. Yeah. <laughs> Having said that, I have once um, spit into a tube and sent it off to see if I'm white. And it turns out I am white. Um, I feel like I should give some, fee, um, some uh, background on what he means there. <laughs> <laughs> or should we just let that sit and just see what people think might be? That's what I did. And it turns out you have <laughs> DNA. Yeah. <laughs> That's so good. I think Mr. Blue should have been Ben Mendelsohn. I think that would have been a better. Oh, anyone being Ben Mendelsohn is an improvement. Yeah, but he's got to be, he's got to have the transformation. Like, I actually think that guy's quite well cast because he's meant to be like a kind of scientist, weakling, dopey looking guy. And he's got, because he's like that character actor that's in quite a few things. And then he becomes <laughs> like the leader. Like the he becomes like a villain. You can also, I think, the very end of the movie oh. is proof of when movies know that they're going to have a sequel. Oh God, yeah, exactly. There's no other Hulk movie. Like it's Mark the, Ruffalo just came in, the ultimate Godzilla egg. Yeah, totally. One thing I thought is uh, there would be so much Hulk porn. Mm. 
Well, is it these movies? We're watching the... Tim Roth and uh, Edward Norton as Hulk and uh, what's his name? Ab- oh, the Ab- Ab- Abomination. Oh. Abomination. Horrible, disgusting dinosaur, yeah, dinosaur man. But Horrible. Ugly as He's called moment. Abomination, guys. Yeah. They didn't mention that. Well, I think, and that's another <laughs> bit of foreshadowing when uh, the doctor that turns into the leader says, like, you'll become an abomination and every nerd could be oh. talking as if I'm not one of them. I would have been sitting in the cinema going, oh, it's going to be abomination. Oh, okay. That makes sense, guys. That makes sense. Because to me, it didn't make sense when there's a big climactic battle scene and then suddenly Arwen the elf goes, stop. And then they go, oh, no, yeah, we should stop. And so nobody wins, but they've just killed hundreds of people and destroyed Manhattan once again. If you want him, come and claim him. I thought the fight was quite anticlimactic. Like it's not... Well, nobody. Yeah, knew. like That's it kind of. Saying. Well, no, it doesn't. She, he kills him, doesn't he? I don't think so. You watched this like thirty-five minutes ago. <laughs> I think he died. He was wriggling. We didn't watch the movie properly. Oh, you just watched it, Georgia. You know whether he died or not. <laughs> no, he didn't die. I'm sure because she was like, "No, stop!" And so they all stopped, and everyone had a good hard think. <laughs> And decide. I mean, I just don't think that. Wait, and there wasn't a sequel. I think, <laughs> I think you're thinking of the earlier fight scene where she says stop, and he goes, and then runs for the fucking hills. Hulk defeats Blonsky by nearly strangling him to death with a chain, but spared. You're right. He spares his life because she says, "Don't kill him." Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Georgia is right. She watched it half an hour. George ago. is right. Sorry. Guys, nice. don't make Sorry. me confused. Yeah, I feel like this is. L- littered with with those sorts of film errors like con like continuity errors or like you know like or bad accents along the way or just like like when the there's a naked guy who says where am i in a language (laughs) that he doesn't speak do you let him in your car Mm. i enjoy the number of times he woke up in oversized (laughs) pants (laughs) well see i i was reading about this today ed norton has a writing credit because he rewrote a lot of oh. the script. And that to me, mm. that to me wow. is... Did he write the line, draft. it's sensitive to me personally and the army? I mean... <laughs> Who puts personally for, before the army? I mean, <laughs> I reckon he like that sounds exactly like a, an actor writing a line. Yeah. Can you imagine, like what we were saying earlier about how this is still when movie, uh, superhero movies are kind of embarrassing to do. So if you get an actor like Ed Norton... I'd imagine the producers are like, oh, you want a writing credit? Absolutely. Totally. You can totally do that. And then he just came through and mm. just hacked. I think a lot of the problems, and I'm pulling this out of my ass, but the, and it, now it's out. That's the whole podcast. Um, it's the whole podcast. Um, and I'll just put it here. <laughs> the, the, the continuity errors seem to me like just production notes and like an actor being like, and we should do this and we should do this. Mm. It's the shortest <laughs> running of any Marvel movie. Cut, cut, cut. Cut, cut, cut. I mean, it's still Is two it? hours. Right. <laughs> I would be lying if it felt oh, like time no. was flying. The other part that really shocked me and I just thought, no, 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 is when he chose in a hurry uh, to swallow the USB which had the secret data. You can't swallow a USB. I don't think you can. That is a time for shelving, surely. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 
Is it too late to change that to the name of the podcast? <laughs> a time for shelving. Interesting, or maybe it's not, um, that both <laughs> both movies we've watched so far, and again I'll emphasise that I'm a novice in the Marvel universe, but um, have been focused on weapons kind of mass development for armies. Yeah. And then, again, having a crisis of conscience. Yeah, they do. Like, the, it's sort of, you know, we think of Marvel these days with Avengers of, like, this intergalactic. Mm. But these early films are really about weapons trading, mm. about the gun trade, essentially. Well, it's not until Thor that they become Thor and and then even further Guardians of the Galaxy that they yeah, become that kind of intergalactic. Yeah, because that expands into an intergalactic thing. But it is it is strange when the scale is so different to think about them as just little gun traders. Well, I think yeah. that's also the only way that you can really, you know, these are movies originally and they still are like trying to make superheroes relatable, like and humanize them in a way. And the only way that you can humanize someone with immense powers is to make them struggling with their power. And so every single fucking movie at uh, the series will at some point be like, well, maybe I should just stop. Well, let's check in on what uh, some people on the internet thought of the Incredible Oh dear. Hulk. <laughs> London K said, never saw it, never will. One star. <laughs> okay, I envy you. Devin V said, Hulk smash, Hulk smash, three stars. <laughs> and Margaret Pomerantz oh, do said, this is just another case of special effects overwhelming an action film. Absolutely. Two and a half. Oh, yeah. Stars. Oh, the, actually, on that, this is a fact that I learned as well. Uh, the other bit where the drop of blood falls into the bottle factory. Yeah. Yep. That so the sequence of the blood drop going through the shelves and stuff. How just give me a ballpark, how long do you reckon that took to make? Um it's almost hundred percent computer generated. Uh, it's two thousand and eight. I got no idea. Is it is it like a month? Times that by twelve. Oh my what? God. They spent a year. They spent a year oh my God. getting that right. It was not yeah. worth it. Yeah. So wow. if you're, if you're um, I mean, obviously, you know, they're working, those people got work on cats. So that's good for them. <laughs> the stage show. <laughs> let's get back. Let's, let's go to our ladder. We're arranging the them in Marvel order. Cinematic Universe in mm. order of current recent Georgia. Georgia, better or worse than Iron Man? That's the scale at the moment. We've only seen two films. Well, look, I what I liked was Ed Norton because I have a crush on him. Mm-hmm. I liked that there were a few kissing scenes and there was a romantic embrace in Rain. So that gets the five automatic points for me. And that's a big but, superhero thing as well. That's a big, mm, they love a Rain very embrace. Good. That's very good. good. Yeah. Um, but also a significant number of points were deducted um, when there was a, a scene which involved multiple giant injections. That was awful. Oh, I hate that um, as well. I can't stand it. But still, I think it comes out for me on top of Iron Man. Shut the front door. <laughs> How, <laughs> dare you? There you go. How dare you put the Incredible Hulk above the father of the cinematic universe, Iron Man? How I'm you? not saying that I like Tony Stark less. I do like Tony Stark, but still, maybe it's the combo of Ed and Arwen. It's just unfortunate our, our friendship had <laughs> become a casualty of this podcast. So Reese is putting Hulk below Iron Man, then I am assuming. And he's putting me below the Hulk. So 
<laughs> well, we'll see yeah, how that goes. Your number three of my favorite <laughs> Marvel movies, please. I have to. I have to come down uh, with Reese on this one. That Hulk is oh, below, for a change. Below Iron Man. It's good if there's conflict between us guys. Shut up, you, you bitch! <laughs> oh, sorry. Is that too much? Is that too much conflict? And if you have any tips or um, furious feedback of us, four two zero one one three three two, you can text that number. You can actually text that number. It will come through. And I'd text like that. to let you know we're accepting dick pics. <laughs> no, no, I'm going to cut that out anyway. Consent no. given. Oh, given. come on. Consent given for dick. Georgia and I would like some dick pics, please. Well, they are available on. But at four two zero one one three three two. But it has it's to like... be yours. <laughs> and we're going to know. We're going to use that Google thing where you drag it into the search thing. And if we find it on the internet already. It needs to be fresh. Needs to be yours. <laughs> be current. Earlier on, we did run over all that, all the the Hulk. I brought up the Hulk porn. You weren't didn't want to talk about dicks then. Now you're asking for dicks to be sent to you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Georgia wants. So hang on. She's in, she's in quarantine. <laughs> Don't blame me, but yes, I she's do. Two hundred percent wants to mount Ed Norton. <laughs> but hang on. When you talk about Hulk porn, you're talking about the two monsters shagging with with their. Ferocious will. I'm just I just think <laughs> yeah that 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 there would be some mm. some amateur drawings Ooh. of the Hulk without those With stretchy pants. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> there's gotta be I think people are imagining what is under there. What are we looking forward to to the next one? Iron Man Two, I believe, is the next movie. Um oh, I was I'm... hoping for a new character. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you then. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.